All right, welcome into episode 68 of the Hot Grits Podcast. I'm Travis Janon. With me, as always, is Spencer Maddox, and we are here to break down a loaded sports weekend. Hawks, good news. Braves, good news. Julio Jones, weird news. We got that and a lot, lot more, plus some news on the Duran Avenue Globe. On the second half, we'll have our buddy Connor Delpreet from WSAV, the weekend sports anchor. We'll talk about Savannah Sports with him. Give him some wild questions and see if he, too, is a pro-globe sports anchor. All right, stay tuned for the 68th time, the Hot Grits Podcast. My name is Van Johnson. I'm 67th mayor of the city of Savannah. I'm pro-globe mayor. Let's go. That's all we need. Ain't nobody gonna rip like me, spit like me, flip like me, drop them hot grits like me, it's like me, just like me. Nah. Ain't nobody gonna rip like me, spit like me, flip like me, drop them hot grits like me, it's like me, just okay, like Spencer, me. Okay, Spencer, what a loaded like sports like weekend we are coming like off of. Like May 25th, as we record this, episode 68. We have so many places to go. Oh, the places we will go, as Dr. Seuss once said. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't quote him anymore. Oh, is that not allowed? Yeah, I think he got canceled. Mark that down with the seed watchers. Yep. Uh, we have uh, no more Dr. Seuss, apparently. But we're going to start with the weird before we get to the good that was the Hawks and the Braves this past weekend. Uh, the weird, no other way to put it, was Julio Jones. Dude, what was up with that? With his Uncle Shannon. So so explain to the people, because I had a different take immediately than you did. I want to. I want to hear... If you haven't seen the video of Julio Jones calling in, no, slash that, of Shannon Sharp calling Julio Jones live right. on air, um, I'd, where have you been, A, and B, you're going to have to go to Twitter or Instagram or Facebook to find it, not YouTube. So go find that and then listen to what I'm about to say. This was the weirdest thing I think I've ever seen on sports television, on sports talk television, Yeah. Period. The premise, they, got a, they got a weird dynamic on the that show. The premise of the show is yeah. always weird, yeah. but it is its thing. Like yeah. It's kind of a known thing, right? When Shannon Sharp calls Julio Jones and the dial tone of the phone is coming over the air, would, you can see the Skip Bayless, his eyes light up, everybody lights up, and Julio Jones answers the phone. I believe Spencer, not knowing he was on national TV the entire time he was talking to his uncle, Right. Shannon Sharp, who Shannon Sharp just comes off like a weirdo. When you watch the video, he leans back in a way that you're like, yo, close your legs, dude. Like there's children here. You're the weird uncle. You're the weird uncle Shannon calling everyone. Um, that's his. That's Shannon his Sharp calls stick. Julio and then tells him who it is. Like you, you're the one that called him. Like he answers. Yeah. He says, what's up, unk? Yeah. And he says, hey, it's your uncle. Yeah. I know. No. I just said that, Uncle Sharp. All right, so all right, so your your original take was I'm, I I'm understand hooked on the weird, yeah, not that Julio Jones is leaving Atlanta. It is super weird. I, I'll agree with you there. The whole vibe of the conversation is weird. I like Shannon Sharp as a dude. I think he I, he's obviously putting on an act. Like nobody's that like I don't know, oh, yeah. just a character caricature of no themselves. one's that yeah. Uncle Shannon. Yeah, <laughs> nobody calls like himself Uncle. Nobody says those things. You know what I mean? But dude. something about the all right so you were basically saying that you would understand why fox news or what what is it fs1 right you would understand why fs1 would like fake this so okay so if it wasn't what it was yeah what was it if it wasn't what it was which was a weird cold call where julio jones says i'm not coming back to atlanta i'm not going to dallas and i never was 
and my main priority is winning. Okay, those right. are the three takeaways from Julio Jones's call while he's walking through the park with Uncle Shanny. Right. Okay. So if it wasn't that, then it could have been Julio Jones knew the call was coming. Right. Shannon Sharp knew. That's pretty much the only two things it could have been. And and the agents are on board for both sides. Yeah. FS1 would gain. Now, first things first, when a conspiracy, why would the conspirator risk everything? Right. What's the reward? What's the payoff? FS1, pretty obvious. We're talking about it today on the world's most famous podcast. Yeah. Uh, they get ratings immediately. Immediately they get ratings. Clicks, boy. Now, listen, on a Monday... At the end of May, which is historically like NBA time, right? Right. So we're all talking about Julio Jones. Right. And and we're talking about Julio Jones's phone call with Uncle Shannon. So that could be possible, except except if Julio Jones knew the call was coming, what did he benefit from it? All right. All right. And Why my, would his agent sign off on that? Here's my immediate rebuttal, dude. Here, l- listen to this. All right. So Aaron Rodgers comes out and says, I don't want to be in the Packers anymore. He's immediately got... uh. What's what's his name? Guy from the Steelers. Blanking on it right now. Quarterback? Yeah, Hall of Fame quarterback. Ben Roth is big. No, no, no. The the guy that like Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw, dude. Ben Roethlisberger ranked to grow. Comes yeah, he did. In Milledgeville of all Allegedly. places. But so Terry Bradshaw comes down on Aaron Rodgers because that's like that's just what people do. You know what I mean? We can't help Oh, uh, do not disturb, do not disturb, do not disturb, do not disturb your Brutal. Terry Bradshaw did kill him though. Yeah. Terry oh, Bradshaw yeah. buried him. So I mean you get you get bullied when you come out and say that. So so circle back. All right, Julio. put my tin put my tin hat on here. So Julio says, why don't you make it seem like I don't know I'm on air? So he gets the leverage of I want to get the hell out of here. And he puts he puts the pressure on the Falcons to get him out of there because they don't want a circus. Right? Right? Right. And he also doesn't come off as a bad guy because he didn't know. Was he a he bad guy prior to He wasn't to it. trying. He thought he was talking to his uncle. Was Julio Jones in a bad place? For trying to get out of Talent, Atlanta? Talent-wise on the field, was, no. he, was that being questioned? Uh, was his work ethic being questioned? No. no was no, his no. off-the-field habits being no. questioned? No. But was I mean, he in the news at all? Second, no. But the second you say that on air and you put the, the onus on the team, you become like a little bit hated. You know if I mean? Julio Jones wanted to do that, he could have his pick of anyone in the world, he could, and they would yeah. clear a spot for him. Yeah. Any sports talk show in the world. Well, he wanted to talk to Unk, bro. But why Why wouldn't he come on and talk to Unk then? What did he gain from, the, from he, it makes it, it seem like It makes it seem like he didn't know Oh, he's the innocent. It makes, it makes yeah, people like dude. He, yeah, I just can't. I mean, no, yeah. I see what you're saying, but I just can't. It's too much. The, the, the juice ain't worth the proverbial squeeze for I figured that, it out, dude. I figured it out in two well, seconds. Well, you're going to have to take that ridiculous tin cap off. No. No, no, no. Tin cap stays on. Especially when I so, tell you later about the, how the Hawks are going to sweep. Let's wrap up Julio Jones quickly. Uh, oh, if, my God. If, yeah, you're, you're invincible today. If Julio Jones leaving Atlanta now being a definite thing is your biggest takeaway from this, I can't help you. Like, Julio Jones is not going to be an Atlanta Falcon, and we knew that. Yeah. We knew that. The moment before we, we Uncle were, Shannon's phone. We were hoping that like six months ago. We were hoping we well, get remember something. what Schultz yeah. said when he came on. Like the hard cap hit is 40 something million dollars. Right. It's a legitimate so, amount of money. So it's tough to move it. I, I don't know why the Falcons are. Why did they just now get serious? We Like right after this happened, all of a sudden, Schefter's got it. Mortensen's got it. That Atlanta is shopping Julio Jones. 
Why didn't they leak it during the draft? And why did Aaron Rodgers get leaked why instead? Do you, why do you wait? They could have the traded him to Miami for 18 to overall. trade him? Well, I guess I know why you wait to trade him. But why don't you come out and say, I'm going to get you out of here? That way it doesn't become like you you don't lose your leverage by this. They're going to get a worse draft pick because of this. 100%. They if, want multiple if, firsts. That's outrageous. They're not even getting a first. I don't know I why. Imagine. Like, I am so positive that if if the Falcons call Miami before the draft and say, we will give you Julio Jones for the number 18 overall pick, and let's go. Yeah. I can't fathom a reason why either side would have said no. I can't. I really can't. Because then the Dolphins don't have to use number four. Right. At, or whatever that pick was, number six, with the receiver Waddle. They can help themselves. Like, I bet he ends up in Kansas City. He's going to New England. You know he's going to New yeah, England. Yeah, but I mean, I be, oh man, he how has sick to go to New England. How sick would that offense be in Kansas City? You know who's not sick is Phil Mickelson. <laughs> Dude, you hate this guy. Now you, you can chime in if you want. I got plus, a lot. Forty here. plus white dudes everywhere are gonna hate this podcast. I got a lot here. All right. No, it's not just forty plus year old white dudes. I learned on Sunday that when Tiger's not around. The the old lady will just go throw her uh, throw herself into it any man's arms. It wasn't that's what's happening. All those people were tiger people. It wasn't always like that. Him. It wasn't always like that though, Travis. Phil Mickelson is fifty years old. Fifty is not and the he same just won a as major. It once was. Is there any? Let me get started. You haven't even let me get started <laughs> on this bullshit yet. This guy sucks. I hate Phil Mickelson. The glasses are not cool. The thumbs up not cool. Being left-handed is not cool. You had a stat on that it's last season. It's endearing Being left-handed at this point. is not a stat. Or it's not cool. It is a stat. And, and I'll give you one further. He's not left-handed. He just plays golf left-handed. Did you know that? Yes. Nerd. Yes, I, did. I didn't know that. Uh, chewing gum sideways only sometimes. Like every two se- or like maybe every two minutes. He takes a chew of the CBD gum that's helped him with his spiritual training. That's not cool. <laughs> Being anti-tiger is not cool. He's not. Is he? So is he... Is he the anti-Tiger or is he anti-Tiger? He's the anti-Tiger like anti- because Tiger yeah. allowed him to be that. He's like the he anti-Christ. And he's like, Phil, I've chosen you to be my bitch for the next 15 years. Yeah. And you are going to be the most wealthy bitch on the PGA Tour of yeah. all time. Yeah. And Phil signed up for it. Of course he did. Have you seen the sunglasses? Well, I mean, it, it kind of just made itself that way, right? It's not like Tiger Phil, asked him and like- Phil just gave him the thumbs up. That's what happened. <laughs> All right, now let me now let me carry on. Phil Here's my biggest problem with Phil, is that after he wins the PGA Championship at age 50, he starts he he goes on and on about how all it takes is harder work. That's what he learned at age 50. He says continuously, there is no reason. <laughs> it took him 50 years to figure out that hard work pays off. He said there is no reason why we we can't make golf where people can normally win in their 50s, where we can make right. it a more regular thing. So now he's making himself a trailblazer. Okay, now he's going to make, now he's going to normalize the abnormal. Classic Phil. Uh, all the while, 18 minutes, Spencer. 18 minutes, Spencer. He's talking about his mental health. Hater. He's talking Hater. about his mental health. Hater. And his creator, Tiger Woods, actually has physical damage. He's recovering from. Every kind of you spinal guy, surgery you can... And the tweet, chewing gum. The, the tweet wasn't enough for you. The tweet wasn't enough for you. You want this guy to literally get on national TV and say, I know I won this week, but really all we're thinking about is Tiger no, right no, now. No, Even no, though no, multiple no. majors have already happened where Tiger Woods wasn't played in them. 
This is now multiple majors. Listen, listen, listen. When Tiger Woods played, when Tiger Woods won his majors, guess who was playing? I let you talk. Now it's my turn. Nicholson played when Tiger played. We're going to channel the undisputed vibe. It's it's my turn. It is my turn. Did Tiger play this weekend? No, he did. Okay, Phil was there when Tiger beat him in Augusta. You know who won this week? It wasn't Phil. He beat Lou Oosthuizen. Old guys won. Old guys everywhere won, and they're having a hell of a year, bro. Old guys are they on fire, are right on now. fire yeah. bro. Yeah, that's true. The three for three, the generic tube socks are not next. Three they for have three, to be next. Yeah, if you've ever played, if you've ever played, uh, what's it called? What's that stupid game that we played? Beer, beer pong. There ben we go. There we go. Uh, He's on fire, dude. I made the second cup. You said, "What are you? You're oh, heating, yeah, up. heating up." And then yeah, old yeah. guys are on fire, bro. They're having an excellent he, year. He even referenced uh, Tom Brady, which was. That's who he should have been referencing. Really, it started last year for the old man. When you think about it, in November with Biden, like, yeah. and, and then the immediate falling down the stairs. <laughs> but then he gets back up and he's still yeah. the president. Yeah, old guy is still here. Well, that's old not that's not here. that's not news. Old guy wins. Presidential uh, I had a buddy. I don't know if he wants to be named. In fact, I know he doesn't want to be named. But I have a great buddy uh, who sent me the screenshot on Friday afternoon. Yeah. When Phil, Phil wired a wire, right? Essentially Pretty wired. I think there much, were moments yeah. where he wasn't leading solo, but like kept, at the end of every day, he was leading. I even texted you, and I was like, he's got to choke this, right? Like he, There's no other way. I w- what did I say? I don't remember. I probably I didn't air- respond. I was in an airport, and I was pretty drunk. I probably didn't respond. Whatever, dude. You responded in 0. .2 seconds like you always do. If, yeah. was, if I just, saw the word Phil? Just disrespected you on air. Dude, you text back so fast. Do I? No. Good, because you don't text back at all. You don't yeah. read the doc. <laughs> Big league, you, you bro. Don't, you don't turn I read your phone the doc, on Do Not dude, Disturb. I read the doc. I definitely didn't turn my phone on Do Not Disturb. But the second time it was on Do Not Disturb, it still got through. That's how bad people want to get in contact with me right now. For no reason. I think he has steroids in the gum. Steroids in the he gum? He calls it CBD. I think he has steroids in His the gum. His jaw does look There's too much weird, about dude. this focus stuff. There's too much about this <laughs> stuff that you can't measure. And and, and here's the thing. Spinny, Wait, like CBD. He was it to, CBD gum or was he just talking about gum? He, no, 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 it was CBD gum, but he wasn't mentioning it. He he was talking. He was crediting the known effects of CBD gum. Okay. Okay. CBD gum has these kind of effects on you. And then Phil said effect A, B, and C are the reasons why I won. But he never mentioned the gum. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's branding the gum. Without Weird. without ever even mentioning it. Weird. You know what I mean? Weird. So, it, like, that is that is just an insane moment to, for me to, to see that Phil's up there talking about competing. How he wants to compete and guys can win at this age. He left and went to the Champions Tour and beat a bunch of older guys' ass. Yeah. And it went 2-0. and he, All he does is want the easiest way to the all money. All right, all right, all right. We, so we I get mean, it's it. pretty we, clear. You hate Phil Mickelson, but... I don't understand why everyone loves him. It was all right. It's pretty incredible that a fifty-year-old won the Open, right? I don't think it will be. I don't think it'll be much longer. Much longer than another old guy wins. I think in our lifetimes there will be eight fifty-plus major winners. Oh, that's that's insane. I do. I believe that. That's insane. Tom Brady had never had. It's a natural progression. You're just undercutting the guy. It's a natural progression. No, dude. No, it's in every sport, Spencer. No, dude. Players are playing longer. Yeah, they're playing longer. They're better at. At later ages. But also, the skill gap between that generation and the previous generation is huge. There's basically two guys, right, that are still around that were that damn good. Yeah. Phil and Tiger. Okay. So, if Phil and Tiger aren't winning them, 
who is? Uh, when they turn fifty, who is DJ Rory JT? DJ, Are you talking about in eight years? Like no, 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 no. I'm saying eight major champion oh, in winners lifetime, in our lifetime over the age of fifty. Now it hasn't happened in a hundred and something years. Huh. It will happen exponentially quicker. Mm. Phil just happened to be the first. Mm. I don't know. He needs he needs to take the major championship trophy, the Wanamaker trophy, to the hospital and give it to his father <laughs> and give it and make him one back from Jack in major titles. Give I it to him. I don't know about that, dude. I don't I don't know if I don't know if people over the age of fifty are gonna be an eight in our lifetime. I would buy maybe over the age of forty for sure. Over the age of fifty, that's tough, dude. That's a tough sell. What's not a tough sell? Beulia Oaks Home Improvement in Savannah. They will fix the inside of your house, the outside of it, above it, below it. They'll even do a little song and dance for you if you tell Tony that the Hot Grits podcast sent you. 912-667-5235. B-E-A-U-L-I-E-U. That's the spelling for our guy, Brian. Beulia Oaks (laughs) Home Improvement. Call Tony, and I'm serious. Anything you see in your house, anything you don't want to mess with, you don't have time to deal with it. Call him. Don't deal with it, and it'll be done before you know it. 912-667-5235. That's Bewley Oaks Home Improvement. Um, that was a good take, though. That caught me off guard that old guys are getting better at sports. Like, I wasn't prepared for that one in general. Well, I mean, because I'll... all you had down here on Madoc was how much you hate Phil. So that's what I came prepared to talk about. Not the not the old guy. It might be funny if one time you were just to read. Because I write these. like I read it. No, but I, if you were to read it oh, if I was in just the mic, read- like the way I you write like it. how defensive I just got? Because I, because I like, I don't like write it perfectly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, and, no, no, but no, no, but no, if yeah. you just read it like in a calm voice, it would sound <laughs> so psychopath. <clears throat> no, you're right. I do read it in your voice. So I never think that'd be, that would be. Here's my problem with Phil. <laughs> he did all of this when Tiger Woods was at home recovering from yet another wreck. And Phil stands at the podium after winning talking about all about his spiritual health, ability to focus, and quote, working harder. But fuck that noise. This guy's killed seven <laughs> people. Uh, I've vented. I've vented. The yeah, Braves. Dude, no, 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 I'm reading in the Braves. I'm reading in the Braves because no one has ever been more right than I have been right about Austin Riley, right? Austin who? Austin the young handsome Babe Ruth Young Riley. handsome Babe Ruth. We even have an we have an acronym for him now, which is awesome, and you know exactly who I'm talking about every time I say the acronym, and it's so sick, dude. I've never been more right about anything in my life. And where's my crown? Where's my baseball guy crown? I want to put it on the on there. cap off. Yeah, take the take the that cap off. I gotta take the headphones off too. Put your phone on silent, uh, and we'll give you the crown. Silent. Austin Riley is on fire. The Braves. Are red hot beating the mighty Pittsburgh Pirates, and now all is well in Atlanta. <laughs> but dude, I mean, apparently he, all is well. They're, he's, they're still not five hundred. No, but could he's he's the prince that was promised, dude. He comes out of nowhere and he's just saving the season. Well, look, come on. I, I want to give you full credit and everything, but but we can't really like talk about right. There is no like discussion. He's mashing the baseball. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, there's not really a lot to even break. He he's tenth in the National League in batting average. Yeah. No, no, tenth in Major League Baseball. Yeah. Excuse me. In batting average. Yeah. It's awesome. Awesome, right? Yeah. And he was hitting nothing but singles to start the year. The fact that he looks so bad, like they sat him uh in a day game Ooh. in Chicago. Uh yeah. they sat him in a day game in Chicago. The next night he came back and was like 0 for 3 with a sack fly, which was his first RBI, Spencer, in his first 56 at bats. Crazy. 56 at bats, zero RBI, and now he is absolutely rolling. 
Problem is, oh, and by the way, he was probably last the week, worst hitter in baseball up until that point. And until since April 17th, he's probably been the best hitter in it's baseball close, amongst yeah. them. Yeah. I, I would definitely say he was the worst. Um, yeah. Straight uh, trash, dude. Uh, last week, when I dogged Dancy Swanson, what happens? Turns around. He has a great week. Yep. So just keep dogging I, I don't everybody. Want, dude. I don't want to say that, like, just keep my voice no, carries weight. It. It I'm does. not trying. I'm it just does. saying there's results. It does. You're a motivator, dude. You've always motivated me. The problem is when I pull up there I, to the stadium to talk to the guys, I don't have a spot. I don't have a park. <laughs> I got a parking with the with the plea. Wait, the you recently place. got a parking spot though, didn't you? No. You? Oh no. I thought, I thought you told me that you got a parking spot with your new job. No, it's it's a parking garage. Oh, okay. Just dude, just put up like a little piece of cardboard. It already, it, it already says compact car. I'm just gonna name. I, you know how people name their cars. Yeah, you're just I'm just gonna, gonna name it compact. Car. That's good for a compact car. You got a parking space. I'm counting it. it counting it, dude. Count it. Good. And he was the NL Player of the Week, dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, he was rolling. Freeman, not not going well. Acuna, Acuna is literally slumping, whilst also bringing a new color to the Atlanta Braves organization, one of the oldest organizations in professional sport. All of a sudden, bright yellow is popping yeah. off yeah, of yeah, these yeah. things. And when this team hits homers, Spencer, I mean, it's an absolute performance. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do takes. Like, I'm not going to do old guy, like, because who cares? But it's pretty clear to me that this team is not exactly what Brian Snicker would perfectly mold if he had it his way. Yeah. He's trying, but I think he's biting his get lip. The, they're trying to get the energy rolling, though, right? Like, they're that's doing what, a good. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. so the way the Braves operate and the way Marcelo Zuna takes selfies, yeah. so, so hitting, you know, 220-ish, uh, <laughs> the way he's taking selfies, he's always done that. Yeah. Uh, Acuna goes and tries to bat left-handed when they're up 20 to nothing. Uh, of course, Snit waved that off. Uh, but but all of this, Walt Weiss, yeah. his coach, this isn't his brand of baseball. I, yeah. guarantee, I guarantee that. Ron see- Washington? I don't think so, it my is, friend. It is a little frustrating from a uh, like from a fan perspective to see too. So I I could get it, but but I, do we give them? I think we give them credit. The the players. I think we give the managers or the the coaching staff credit for not being an absolute circus. F- no, for now, for letting this. There's a clear path. They're gonna let this team be themselves. They're gonna yeah. do. They're gonna do what the players have asked. Let the boys play. Let the kids. Play. Yeah. Okay. Now, right now, twenty three and twenty four. If they keep, if at they the keep. end of the year, Snicker, Washington, Walt Weiss, they'll have their proof. If yeah. they want it, they'll say, "Hey, boys, we gave you a year. That's it." Yeah. We're no, b- I don't, I don't, I don't even think it'll get. Way. I don't. I don't even think it'll get that far. If they, dude, if they're, you would agree that Snicker's letting things go. That, yeah. If they're I'm, not, if they're not comfortably in the lead, or not comfortably, but if they're not winning the division by the All Star break, something will change about this team. Like we'll the see, they're only one game back. Yeah. You you want to see? I mean, they're all still pretty young, right? Like you want to see some seriousness, but. Yeah. I mean, I think you let this play out, especially now they've been playing well for the past week, been just hitting the piss out of the ball. I think like, I need to throw some hands up. I'm trying to remember. I need to throw a hand up, Bryce Wilson. Throw a hand up, Bryce Wilson. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah. Um. Turns out he is. Seen. It does seem like he's a good pitcher. Uh. Hand up on that one. Sorry about that. I definitely, definitely dogged him, and he went out and had like uh his best performance of the year, before being optioned, back down. Right back down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right it's crazy. It's crazy how that works out, dude. I swear, I, well, I'll, I mean, the second I decide somebody's a good player, they're like, and in a uh, in a 
it what's the word like a regulatory move they've sent bryce wilson down to triple a for no reason well it's because they have two off they got monday thursday off they start with the red Sox tonight Dude, cool, cool series right yeah if it wasn't in the middle of the nba playoffs yeah right in the middle i'm not gonna watch a second of it all right hawks baby hawks nba playoffs we'll get to that on the second half Let's uh also spencer i'm about to blow your mind with some Durant avenue globe news you are know, about to blow my mind i know you think you I'm looking at you, and you think I'm doing a bit for the audience? Yeah. You don't know what well, I'm going to tell you on the second half. Oh, shit. Like, you have some news for me? Yeah. not It was not in the email with the alderman. All right. Word. All right. Welcome back to the second half. Uh, Travis will be joining me shortly via the phone. He had to go. So I'm going to do this solo. We're going to talk to the Hawks. Uh, and then we'll, yeah, we'll get him back on the phone and we'll talk. Uh, I think he'll break some news about country day, a little globe news. That'll be good. Uh, but dude, like right before I'm about to record this, I'm trying to pull up the video of the mayor of New York, apparently saying something about Trey young. I can't figure out what, because whenever I click the link dude on Facebook, the, the, we're in a pandemic. This is pandemic basketball, but here's a real pandemic, another real pandemic. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not a uh, coronavirus hoaxer. Okay. Here's a, another pandemic. Trying to click a link on your phone and someone wanting you to download an app before you can see it. That's the worst shit ever. Straight up, because I've already got ten sports apps. I don't use eight of them. I don't need another latent app that's just Chinese people trying to track me. You know. Oh, I'm sick of it. But dude, the Hawks. The Hawks are going off. Something happened with the mayor. I. I don't know because I can't read it. Not doing that. Not downloading an app. So go download that app and uh, somebody text me and tell me what happened. But, uh, dude, how about that game one, man? That was nuts. Absolutely nuts. And to frame this, I'm on a plane. Uh, I see the first uh, pr- probably 30 minutes of the game, and I'm on a plane just like legitimately losing my mind trying to figure out how I can stream this thing. And I get I get on the plane's Wi-Fi. I pay, like I think it was like 15 bucks. Get on the plane's Wi-Fi, finally figure out the stream. It's jumping in and out, and I'm like on the edge of my seat the entire game, losing my mind next to a mother and a daughter who are like clearly on some kind of mother-daughter trip, and she's much younger, and I can tell I'm making the mother uncomfortable with my expletives and my fist pumps, and I don't care, dude, because it's Hawks playoff basketball, baby. We're in here, dude. What a game one. What a game one. What a finish. And, I mean, did Trey Young not completely and totally silence anyone who's had anything to say about him him being a, a competitive player in, playoff, in a playoff atmosphere? Him, uh, I, I, we, all we've heard about is Luka, 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 Luka. And Trey goes out there and has his moment in his game one debut, dude. Let's go. Let's go. That was the shit. And the, and the Knicks had no idea how to defend him in the pick and roll. That's going to be a huge, uh, like, tomorrow night is the next game. That's going to be a huge point. In, in, if they can't figure out how to stop him in the pick and roll and how to guard that pick and roll, there was no hedge. They they seemed like they were trying to give him the floater. If they can't figure that out, they're going to sweep. Hawks are going to sweep. Mark my words. Hawks will sweep if they don't figure out that pick and roll defense, man. But with that being said, dude, even if they don't sweep, this is. It, it, I was just hoping they didn't go out and get blown out in game one. You know what I mean? That's that was my that was my uh, 
my biggest sticking point because it could have gotten it could have gotten ugly from here. And I now that game one's over with, we have like a picture of what this series is gonna be. And I I, I don't see the Hawks getting blown out. Uh, nope. I don't see the Hawks getting I don't see the Hawks losing the next four or even the next like three. I don't see them losing in six. I think if the Hawks are gonna lose, they're gonna lose in seven. And I'm fine with that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll be devastated, but just don't go out there and embarrass us. And I don't think that's going to happen. So we'll close the book on that. What I did want to talk about is maybe we overhype Julius Randle. And by me, I mean like every basketball fan. This guy hasn't played in the playoffs, which he's he's almost got, gotten credit for that this past game. But with like every other star, we're like, how's he going to hold up in the playoffs? We haven't had those questions with Julius Randle. And it, I think a lot of it's because the shots he's been making all year, just like with a hand in his face, it seems like that seems like playoff defense. But I'm uh, Steph Curry will tell you, uh, those guys will tell you, it's harder to make even open shots in the playoffs. I'm over here dr- name dropping like I know Steph, but you, you know what I'm saying. Like it's harder to make those shots in the playoffs when the moments get tighter and everybody tenses up a little bit. You're, you're not really draining shots in people's faces like that. You see good offense, like a lot of big open shots is what you, is what you get. Like in, in, if somebody goes on a, a crazy run and hits a bunch of contested shots, that team usually wins the game. That swings the tide heavily in the favor of that player's team. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really interesting to see how Julius Randle handles that game one setback. Cause it was an ugly game. How about Alex Burks, dude, Alec Burks. Don't call yourself Alec. You know, don't, don't name your kids. Alec. If you do, it's way too close to Alex. I'm going to be doing that for the rest of my time here. Is it supposed to be pronounced Alex? I don't know. No clue. We're going to go with Alec. Alec Burks had himself a game, and that saved them, dude. That would have been a blowout. An absolute blowout by the Hawks if it weren't for Alec Burke. And they they respond. They had that outlier. This, this guy who's normally like, a, I think he puts up like 15 a game. This guy just goes nuts and can't miss, and they still win the game. And I, th- I think Trey Young hit one three. I think it was one three. Yeah. So if, if your best player only hits one three, he's one for three, puts up, you know, but just goes absolutely bananas and you and you win, that's a good blueprint, dude. That's a really good blueprint. And that can work deep into the playoffs too, not just in this first round matchup against uh, what I believe is an inferior opponent in the Knicks. But we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. And uh, I'm going to get Travis on the phone here shortly. He's going to talk to us about Country Day and some Globe news. Let's see if I can get him on the phone here. Hey, what's up, dude? Uh, welcome to the Hot Grits Podcast. Um, this is Spencer Maddox. I was just calling you J- Jowden, right? Yeah, yeah, that's good enough. Are, we, okay. are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My headphones Okay, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. I'm just in Dallas right now, jet setting. <laughs> Dude, jet setting is not an insult. That was, that was, I mean, that was weak shit. I thought, whenever you told me about it, I was like expecting to get mad like or like, you know, a little flustered, red in the face. I was like, oh, they gave me a compliment. I'm a big shot. I can't believe you even listened to the podcast from last week. Of course I listened to the podcast, dude. Have you already talked about the Hawks? I have already talked about the Hawks. I wanted to. Uh, I, I told the folks that you're going to be telling us about Country Day and a little bit of Globe news. 
Yes, both of those. Have you told them about our great sponsor, Prep Sports Report? I have not told them about Prep Sports Report. The Prep Sports Report has been delivering local sports coverage for more than 20 years and continues to celebrate youth athletes in the Coastal Empire to this day. PSR has your daily updates on outstanding student athletes in our area every day, always free to read and scroll. Led by local legend Carl DeMossi, Prep Sports Report gives fans and parents what they want without any of them extras. Your athletes, your pep Prep Sports Report. Visit PrepSportsReport.com on Facebook, Twitter, at PrepSAV, and Instagram. You gotta love it, baby. All right, Trav, break this down for me. It. Break this down for it. me, dude. Okay, Country Ray, last week I filled the people in on what I was told uh, was going on with their coaching situation. Spencer Reed would never talk about high school football coaching situations unless there was something this severe and drastic. Right. Today, as we record this on Tuesday, Country Day has made their hire at head coach. It's John, and I don't know how to pronounce it. That's okay. That's okay. No one knows how to pronounce your last name. Spell it again for folks. I believe it's Mooring. John Mooring, M-O-H-R-I-N-G, former Georgia Southern player. Uh, was a head coach at a pretty prestigious school in Florida. It seems overall like a good hire. Right. Okay, so there, there's that. Let's work backwards. Why did Country Day have a head coach hired in February or in January even of yeah. this year? Of this year. And then he is let go in April. And what month is it now? We're finding out about it now only because we're talking about it. That's right. the only reason we found out about it. Uh, Tyler Ward was the head coach hired in, and again, all this is in last week's episode, Spencer, but he was hired in January, never coached a football game. And the school that I went to, it has a bunch of smart people at it. Right. Somehow thought, somehow thought that people just weren't going to notice that the guy. Well, they almost got away with it. Well, here's the thing. The guy that hired, the guy that got fired is still the AD. What? Jim Collis, who is the former head coach. Okay, so if Jim Collis was the head coach and the guy he dubbed as the next head coach is fired, or as Country Day says, resigned. Country Day, uh, on my Twitter, I have their, their quotes. Country Day is basically saying that Tyler Ward left on his own uh, to be near his wife in Birmingham, Alabama. So he, between taking the job in January... That's not true. He resigned in April. Clearly, it's not true. That's not true. What I, Unless what something I happened told, in his marriage, God forbid, but that's not true. What, what I was told, and, I, and look, I'm just going to say what I was told by a bunch of different people, is that Kev Wilson, the headmaster at Country Day, didn't like that Tyler Ward was applying for other jobs. I don't know if Ward was applying for other jobs after he had received the Country Day job or if he had applied for jobs as the assistant gotten the head coaching job at Country Day and then never went back, right or wrong, never went back and told those other schools that he was applying at, hey, I have a head coaching name. Either way, the headmaster, as I'm told it, didn't like it so much so that there was a One more time you cut out there. There was a meeting? So much so that there was a meeting between the two, Jeff Wilson, Tyler Ward, this year in April, and out of that meeting, Ward was told he would not have a job. Whoa. He was fired. He was fired is what I was told. Whoa. Now, I so they felt to like Coach they were Ward. getting cheated on, basically. Right. I reached out to Coach Ward. 
he did not say that that was the case that meeting he did not confirm that meeting uh nor would he have incentive to as he i'm sure that he's still on payroll somehow yeah i, I don't know that he's going to have incentive to talk really openly about it as is but this is not the first time spencer that keth wilson allegedly has gotten mad and let go of a head coach because that coach was successful therefore was getting job offers this one's a little different tyler ward never coached a high school game at yeah that's crazy so so but dennis coyle who was there for 10 years a decade of really good seasons most of them coming in years six seven eight nine and ten was let go because he was uh interviewing for the savannah christian job Kath wilson didn't like that and the day that they let dennis coyle go and i'll wrap up here sister the day that they let dennis coyle go they had jim collis hired the same day they did it the same way they didn't tell anyone that coyle was being let go until they had their man in collis and that way they could say that no dennis coyle was not fired he took another job at cincinnati country day so they had that all worked out they're so worried about the narrative and getting that right that they can't seem to get any of the hires right oh my gosh man that's crazy that's, that's crazy. what i've that's crazy. Is that breaking news? Well, we talked. You talked about it briefly. Uh, well, not briefly. You talked about it on the last podcast. Is that like still kind of breaking news? A lot of people don't know that, right? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, no, I, I, it hasn't been reported. No, no one. When uh, Tyler Ward was let go on April 29th, and Jim Collis told the players on April 29th that they now were going to have their fourth coach in four years. Think about Sheesh. that. Now, four coaches in four years, and uh, and they have they so have they're not putting the kids the best first. Quarterback huh? they've had in a long time. So, so the losers are the students yet again, right? Well, I, I they keep winning. Well, yeah, but I mean, the they losers are the student athletes. They got to be fourth coach in four years. You know, you know, for me going there, Spencer, I, I don't know that the kids are like. I think that they see through all this the way you and I do. I really do. Right. I mean, they see. It's easy to see through it. You don't fire successful people or and people don't resign before having ever coached. Uh, it just doesn't happen, not even at a special place like Country Day. Right. A special place. Uh, Globe News, quickly. Got to hear that. Next week, we plan on having 4th District Alderman Nick Colombo on our podcast. He is the one working on the development plans for the Duran Avenue Let's go. Uh, shopping center. Now, the wording that I've got like red and, and from what i can tell next week he'll tell us plans that they've made in advancing towards keeping the globe i don't think spencer that it's going to stay in the same place no and now listen hold on from there wouldn't we have to just do what the globe would want us to do and find the next best place then we have to start doing so we have to like scouting i I would think that's what we're going to do. It uh, well, why don't we, we, we can't dig our feet in and it's already like set in stone. We can't like, I, no, 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 no. I'm, this is pure speculation, my dude. I'm just telling you from the blueprints and from what Palumbo has, look, you don't have to work too hard to, to keep a globe. If the globe's staying in the same place, do you? Right. So he says he's been working hard on that exact issue that, Oh, we're going to grill him. 
We're gonna. You know, I grill him. I think he's. I think he's on our side. Is what I'm saying. It's yeah. good news. We this guy's yeah. gonna keep our globe. As long as we make sure that he's on his side, we're we're gonna make oh. sure you're. Are you friend or are you foe, friend? To be clear, the globe is not going to go ask people to be. The globe will be recruited by people. It'll, right. It's not in-home visits, my man. <laughs> Right. How do they find you on Twitter? How do they find me? I'm at Spencer Maddox underscore. Don't you dare forget that underscore, dude. I'm so sick of people forgetting the goddamn underscore. Find the me. The Hot Grits. Yeah, The Hot Grits. Find us. That's the Instagram. Travis? At Jadon Sports. My Twitter is popping people. The Connect Savannah 2021 Twitter account of the year. It's not that big of a deal. Dude, at- I mean, do you think... Do, hold on real quick, because I did want to ask you about... Congratulations. But do you think that our exchanges on Twitter had anything to do... With you winning an award, you're and I exchange on Twitter. R and I exchange, yeah, because we exchange. Um, you exchange with uh, me pretty much more than anyone else, right? No. Well, d- via the hot via the podcast, I would think more than I, any single person. Yeah. I'd have to see the stats. I'd have yeah, to see so I yeah, I feel like I won too. Right? Okay. No, no, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. All right. I'm okay with that. How on earth did the podcast finish in front of us? I might even get named the other podcast, but let's, I mean, that's a joke. Yeah, we won't even say their name. I'm, I'm, I'm at Jadon Sports on Twitter. You already know that. At Podcast Ritz for the show's Twitter account. I think I'm being followed by a cop. Yep. You must be anti globe. Hot Ritz Pod. I'm going to finish the read. Hot Ritz Pod <laughs> at gmail.com. 69 next week, folks. You let's know go. what that means? Nice. It's going to be. Nice grits. Nice, Until nice, next nice. week, stay safe, wash your hands, cook the animals. Peace. All right, so that was the main portion of our episode. Uh, we'll now get you to our interview with Connor. Uh, just so you know, we kind of just record started recording because uh, as we were saying our hellos or how do you do's, you know, he started saying something interesting and going off. So we just pressed record and let it run. Uh, but without further ado, we'll get you to our interview with Connor Delpreet. This guy's coming in. How does he replace him? Little did I know he'd become such a polarizing dude. Because like when I talked to him, he a lot of his stuff was like, I haven't met with the guys yet. I don't really know the talent we have. I can't say too much. I was like, all right, you know, whatever. Talk to him later. Yeah. Uh, and then and then I start hearing the stuff from you and all the other people about punting on fourth and whatever. And insanity. Uh, I listened to your interview with him. It was it was quite intriguing, though. Dude, what, I wasn't that something? I mean, I I kind of know where you land, where you think he's like an out there dude, but I he, sometimes I feel like you kind of took his side on some of the anal- analytics stuff, which I thought was interesting. Dude, I, I I like I under the Kevin Kelly guy. The guy, the guy and we're talking about Gene Clemens. We already mm-hmm. we're, we're recording, by the way. Connor. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. We kind of Cle- just started in the middle. Gene there. Clemens was on our episode thirty-one, and I'm pretty sure it was your episode thirty-one. Not a big <laughs> deal. A little symmetry, uh, but. You interviewed him when? Was it April? Gosh, it, it yeah. Maybe. Whenever that high, it, it was before it was before summer workouts had even started. Right, right. I, he wasn't even in, he wasn't even in Savannah yet. So I approached it as you know, how does this guy replace not only one of the greatest coaches in in Jenkins history and one of the most well known coaches in Savannah history, but one of those best senior those classes five, that we've yeah, ever seen. And, and so a, a lot of it was sort of like introductory and, you know, why Savannah and things like that. And then, and then your interview with him about the punting on fourth and whatever. And, and obviously he's, he's no longer with the team. Very, very polarizing guy. Very, very good follow on Twitter. 
uh, for all things sports as well. I think he does some gambling things right. now too. So. Yeah, which is weird so, with the athletic. So Connor, he now he's in, and I'm not gonna take an opinion on this. I'm just gonna say now Gene Clemens is giving advice on football to gamblers who are gambling on FCS football games. From what I can gather, <laughs> yeah, the athletic is subscription based premium sports journalism. So I've got website. a I've got a question to pose. You got to, fired after year one. I've got a question to pose to both of you guys, dude. Uh, just just okay. as journalists. So I spoke to a Savannah Christian uh, uh, coaching. Uh, what he's on the coaching staff. Oh, right? Savannah Christian. Anonymous there we go. sources. Here, yeah, right? I'm an anonymous sources. Yeah, yeah. I spoke I spoke to a guy that's on the Savannah Christian coaching staff, and he says that it's like rampant amongst coaches. He even agreed with it. That it's rampant amongst coaches that it makes very very little sense to punt in high school, just in general. So do you think that? Mm. This is like no, the starting of a trend, and Gene Clemens is just like a little bit ahead of it. No, 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 think, no, 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 no. Okay. Well, Connor, you can answer, but no. or do you think football guy is just dumb? Because no, that that's possible. I know what you're doing. It's never no, right I, to to not punt on fourth and twenty six when the game's right. zero zero in the first quarter of your first game against your rival in a region game, coming off of a pandemic. Fourth and twenty six from your own twenty three. Yeah, it makes no sense to me either. That's what I'm saying. No. Is football guy not understanding the stats that are presented to them? Yeah, I think I, th- I, I think it's it. I think like the idea of not punting on fourth and short, maybe in a slightly better field position, isn't that crazy of a concept? And I, I yeah, could definitely see high schools doing it more and more. I know a couple of high school coaches in the area. I asked them similar things when after you and Gene's interview, and they said we don't think he's that crazy in terms of the idea itself. Yeah, it's me just too. I was the, the optics, the optics of it being fourth and 20 something on your own, you know, in, in that region game that you're talking about is a little kind of wonky. But I think like fourth and five, if you're on your own 35 or 40 even and you have those dudes on the outside or you have a running back that, you know, can get five yards, then why not? Especially if especially I think Gene made some decent points in terms of if a team has a punter that maybe you know, it's early in the year and and he's not going to get you 40 yards out of his punts or your snapper has been a little on and off lately. Sure, sure. You don't have to take that risk. I completely get that. But I mean, that was know. literally the, and we're, look, we're, let's get off of Gene Clemens, but that was literally the worst scenario of the entire season. That was the most called, like the most called for play for a punt. Mm-hmm. Like almost yeah. the first drive out and you're, you're bringing back an all city quarterback who ended up having the worst year of his career under you? Uh, the reigning player of the year in Damasio Harris, who ended up rushing for negative three that night, I think. Jeez. Uh, so, like, I'm all good with it, but but it failed. And then to just the audacity of some of the stuff that he does when it's it was a failure, it was a failure, and I thought he should have taken responsibility for guys like Damasio and them. Connor, uh, I did not want to start with Gene Clemens. This one got away from us. <laughs> Fuck! Just a couple of high school gurus coming up. <laughs> well, dude, this Can guy you tell should that be... guy pisses me off so much. Dude. This guy should be in PR because I mean, oh, no, he, he lives. He lives in my head. Yeah, yeah. He's whatever he though. did worked <laughs> in terms of the media because I other people still talk about him. He did on YouTube. I, I'm, that's not a joke. I watched an entire book review. I did not read the book. Watched him <laughs> review it. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're a psychopath. I don't have a lot of sex. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Connor, uh, you're from Baltimore. You graduated from Elon. 
yeah. now you're in Savannah by way of Wilmington, North Carolina. Uh, Spencer, unless you have something on Wilmington, North Carolina, I'm going to skip right past that part of his life. Uh, Dude, it's, it's, it's the tiny, it's, it's Savannah. If it were like half as big, I swear y'all okay. got to go sometime. I'm it's like go the same exact word. thing as Savannah. Okay, like same a, exact thing. Yeah. Like a, uh, got a fun little party scene. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I was, I was what, 21, 20, 22 when I started there and, and I had a bunch of reporter friends at the same station, all that age. And, and we, we definitely explored the bar scene down there. So you know? Travis, Travis might be sleeping on Wilmington, North Carolina. Well, well Connor, I think so. Segue? He sleeps on everything. All right. All right. Connor, let me segue <laughs> to that though. What aren't you, isn't that kind of what the situation that you came into down here? Not that you like all your boys were here or anything like that, but you were coming to a city in Savannah that was obviously not too bad of a place for a young 20s guy to be coming. Um, what what was that like when you came, when Greg Talbot hired you here uh, in 2018? Kind of what were your thoughts when you took the job uh, yeah. about the city itself? Maybe not the job so much. Well, well, first off, I think I think that city was going to stand out to me because I was already sold on the job. I was a news reporter in Wilmington, and I'd always wanted to be a sports guy. So the moment a job offer opened up, I was already being like, yeah, I could feel myself in that city. I could see myself in that city. Then I come down here, and it's one of those things where I kind of drew the parallel to when I visited Elon, where it was the only college or university I visited where – after the visit, I didn't want to leave. I wanted to stay around a little bit. Same thing with Savannah. We got we got lunch downtown at uh, at Trailer Park, and that place will always have a place in my heart because no free ads. Yeah, that place ridiculous. Oh yeah, sorry, no free ads, no, no free ads. Uh, TP. Um, and so we had lunch, and we're driving around, and I'm just like blown away by the Spanish moss, the ridiculous mansions, and the entire scene there. So I, I fell in love with Savannah almost immediately, and then I moved down here. And you're right, it was kind of like a similar situation when I came to Wilmington, people in the journalism industry and people on in, in the broadcast industry, you kind of hang out together sometimes after work because it's, it's a stressful environment, a stressful job, and you like to de-stress and no, feel no. like if there are people outside of the industry who can't really connect with what you're doing, you're either annoying them with how much you talk about it or they don't care or you don't want to, you know, you, you don't want to just talk about work all the time. But that's part of the thing about this job is we're like obsessed with the job which is which is a good thing yeah. sometimes it's also a bad thing so yeah i immediately started hanging out with a lot of reporter friends here who are some of them are still here some of them have moved on um but yeah very similar vibes to wilmington just two times as big and i'll tell you it, it, it it's been a really fun time how often are you out at a bar or out anywhere i don't want to make it seem like you're always at a bar Let's, yeah because that's what spencer and i are always at like you possibly <laughs> have some culture in your life um, when, you're, when you're out at the art galleries and the museums, yeah. like, you know, slides, um, do people ever find out what you do? Maybe like the third guy in the group, you just met him that night or something like, does anyone ever find out what you do and then start just rattling like sports trivia, basically testing to see if you're man enough to be a sports anchor? Yeah, I think, I, I think I haven't got the legitimate, like, oh, you're a sports anchor who won the world series in 1983 kind but of thing. Just but start I have given takes. Right. I, ha- I have gotten the, hey, you're on camera, you're in Georgia, let's talk about Georgia football or something like that. And I'll talk <laughs> to you. On. Have, to, have to talk about the dogs, of course. And have so, me on your podcast, you know, man. Have me on. <laughs> I'll, I'll chat about it a little bit. And yeah, yeah, asking to be on the podcast. Putting me on, the, the easy one is put me on TV. I'm like, dude, I, I got a cell phone on me right now and I'm off the clock. So yeah. I, I appreciate something, the something, bro. Accomplish something. 
<laughs> I think that I think the big thing that I've gotten though, on top of the hey, let's talk Georgia football or something, is I think it's funny. Sometimes the way the TV magic works is I'll if I have an early day, you know, I'll pre-record the eleven o'clock sportscast or something like that. Oh, and it's there. always funny if if you know, I remember like a year or two ago, uh, before the pandemic, I did that and I went out to a bar and. Uh, I was with my group of friends, and I was just, you know, I thought it would be a funny moment, a little self-centered, but I was yeah, like, hey. you did that on purpose, right? Like, I, I, I said, hey, turn around and look, and they, they looked up at the TV, <laughs> and they saw me, and they're, like, so confused as to how something like that works, and I was just sitting there feeling like such a self-indulgent. Uh, you do love no, that, dude. You got to just say it with a wink and a smile. You're all good. Uh, Life's yeah. too short for on your friends not to see you on TV. Connor on a TV at the bar, I, I'll never forget when... Spencer, what's the name of the place that had the uh, service entry like beer pong night? It was like upstairs. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, somewhere? where Whitaker's is now. I think it was Sunday nights. Yeah, where Whitaker's is now. I don't remember what it was called. Okay, but... anyway, like a, an obscure no bar that ass. I wouldn't usually be at. Yeah. But I remember looking up at the only TV in the place. Like the <laughs> only TV in the place, Sunday night football's happening. And it, and it cuts off and there's Connor in his purple Joe Flacco jersey on air <laughs> with his tie and everything underneath. <laughs> Dude, that must have been so early on. He must have done something like right before the Lamar era or something. I don't, I don't remember. remember. Or either maybe it was like after his it was over. Maybe you're paying homage or something. But I'll yeah. never forget say, like seeing it and being like, like this guy's different, huh? I wonder. I wonder. If Greg, I wonder if Greg really like no, checked this guy out. Like, I, listen, listen. That was gonna be one of my questions to y'all to see how how you how you landed on my guy Flacco. I mean, are we thinking first or second ballot Hall of Fame? What's your what's your t- stance? Well, we could go all day on that. Uh, we gotta explain the format. He's so elite, quick. right? We yeah, explain, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, yes. Connor, we should have warned you on this before. Uh, Spencer and I will be checking in with just like not relevant questions, but they'll be quick. Yeah, if that makes sense. Oh, I'm good with that. Right. I'm good with uh, that. We asked. Um, so we'll like randomly mix you up. When mix we it did up. this to Carl Demasi and 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 man, we put him on a whirlwind. Like he just had no clue. He we was in a blender. Him, he we, was in a blender all the entire podcast. Connor, we asked him about the Windsor Four's Final Four boys basketball, and then Spencer, right when he was done, goes, "Do you believe in ghosts?" <laughs> so it'll be what similar. Oh, he he politicked it. Yeah, we asked him to power rank his sons, and uh, yeah, he somehow skirted around that one too. Well, I still think Dom, right? Just based off of his tone. I can see it going either way. Okay. One of them's a head coach, or not a head coach. He's a, you know, we're not going to rehash this here. All right, I'll try want? to stay on my feet. I'll try to stay on my feet. Uh, Connor, I'll give, um, I'll give you the choice. Do you want me to start by asking you about your podcast with Andrew Goldstein, who is now with you over at WSAV? Or we can start with moments for you favorite moments favorite finishes since you've been in savannah uh let's start with favorite moments favorite finishes this is no slight to andrew or the podcast but i think i, I i'll have some time to plug no, that that's yeah. fair i think i set that up yeah. probably yeah. not not yeah. the greatest um all right so <laughs> h- how do we have this termed here since you've been in savannah 2018 a bunch of different events a bunch of different sports pro college high school i'm assuming other levels besides that i don't know what other levels there would be but Best finish or most exciting finish to an event that you've been at? Yeah, so when I think about it, I don't think I've been at a ton of like buzzer beaters in basketball. I've been to some walk-offs in baseball and things like that. But the one that stands out to me is just the environment and the moment, I think, was probably uh, 2019 Georgia Southern Coastal Carolina. So that game was... First off, that was the year that it monsooned 
every single home game. Right. It's because they stopped playing Mo Bamba. They didn't play Mo Bamba until halfway through. That's what, yeah. And some people say they deserved it because of that. Uh, so <laughs> that was me. Coastal K, Coastal Carolina. That game was like three nothing after the first quarter, yeah. and it started. And I'm just miserable, man. I was on the sideline. I had to do a live shot at six, and I am miserable, being like, I'm not gonna have a single touchdown. I'm gonna have nothing. I go up to the top uh, above the stadium to set up for my live shot. All of a sudden, they start going back and forth with touchdowns back and forth, Dude, and we get to th- overtime. It was a ridiculous game in and of itself before overtime, and then in overtime, Georgia Southern, who at the time was less advanced less advanced than they are now in the passing game which That's you know they polite. made a couple of strides um shy Wirtz, two of his eight entire passes that game is to mark Mashad on do or die i believe third or fourth downs in overtime yeah. into the corner of the end zone two times back to back and it was pouring rain it and was the, the first pouring. time they, they called him out of bounds and then it took yes. two seconds to overturn it everyone was like yeah dude like he's standing in the middle of the end zone uh, and I remember was, Mike and I were laughing at you guys, all you and Frank and all you guys, you TV idiots on the ground outside. We're in the press box eating dominoes, watching all yeah. this go down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Must be nice. It was pouring rain. I was in the middle of my live shot. Dumb me. I'm trying to do play by play or like give people updates. So I'm covered in just soaking wet. Half my jacket is falling off my body. My microphone's everywhere. I'm turning around behind me to look at the game, coming back. Little do I know, I mean, no one who's watching that game is tuned into WSAV at that moment to find yeah. out what's happening with Georgia but Southern. And I'm over matters. here trying to give them updates. Yeah. It, it's all about the grind, you know? So I, and that was, that was beginning of overtime. Little did I know it was going to go on for another 30, 45 minutes. And they go from two passing touchdowns to Wesley Kennedy running it in. And I remember when he ran it in, it wasn't like, I'm not going to say it was like a subdued celebration, but I think a lot of people were like, holy crap, this game is finally over. Like, there's a celebration. People were amped up. But at that point, we had been there for like four hours. Wait a second. Was that the game? Was that the penalty game? The penalty? That was the Mo Bamba game, wasn't it? That was when they brought Mo Bamba back? Mm, I know Coastal Carolina was a a Mo Bamba game. I don't remember if it was. Yeah, they played at Coastal in 2018. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was the Mo Bamba game, too. So I'm responsible believe... for the greatest game you've ever been to in your life. Yeah. I mean, what a pat on the last back. three years. But... Travis Jordan, man of the people. For real. Yes, dude. <laughs> yes. You said Jordan. Yes. That's so Did you awesome. What did people you say? Him? You texted him that? No, I didn't text him to say so... that. It's, it's Jadon. Did I just say it wrong? Yeah, it's well, Jadon, but I always, like, it's my, go-to, it's my go-to cut to no, him. Oh, like... you know what? You know what? I'm blaming my old boss. No, 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 dude. What you just did is Careful one of there. the best podcast moments we've ever had. And I do have a question for you, Connor. I can't Connor. believe I just did that. That's awesome, dude. No, it's awesome. That's awesome. Wait, I, Wait, I got a question for you. Pronounce my name, Travis. Travis, pronounce my name. Connor Delpre. Damn. All right, he got it. All right, <laughs> Slam dunk on that Sorry, one. So, so what will happen sooner, Connor? Mm. You get married, not engaged, not engaged. You get married or one of your squads wins a title. The Washington Expletives. Or the Baltimore Orioles? Not the Washington Expos. No, Ra- I'm Ravens. My bad. Oh, I'm Ravens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hand up, hand up. It says Washington yeah, on the dock. Yeah, that's on Travis. It says Washington football team on the dock. <laughs> I got it all the way wrong. Which will happen first? Definitely not the Washington football team. That is for sure not. Uh, definitely not the Orioles, although I think they're young and talented. I, I think I, like I would say I think I would say the Ravens. Now, I if my girlfriend listens to this, I'm not... Oh. 
uh, who knows? She's uh, definitely we, a listener, bro. Dude, we got we got to get to the we got to get to the same city together before we start talking about oh, wedding stuff oh like that. Oh my god, I can we, feel we you. Got, I can feel you backtracking right now. Yeah, no doubt. We, You're, yeah, he's no, already no. on one eight hundred flowers. He's just like typing. <laughs> You're back. Yeah. I'm gonna give her a text. I'll give her a text after this. Be like, hey, how's your day going? Uh, I said to you know delete your podcast you. app. I don't know what's going on. It's like a vibe. <laughs> yeah, I've had my girl get mad at stuff I say on the podcast before, and uh, it is not a fun time. I bring it out of him. Yeah, it's not a fun time. <laughs> uh, Connor, what is that like? Your um, girlfriend is in the same industry, right? She's in yeah. broadcast media, mm-hmm. and she is in where? Southeast Asheville, Asheville, North Carolina. So just like, so how how does that work, man? Like, not not to be like romantic and, and love birdie about this but like how logistically how do you guys do that it's a legitimate a lot of work man it is every two weeks uh one of us is either in savannah or in Asheville. uh we we've made the commitment to see each other twice a month and if it's twice every five weeks then it is what it is based off events we have to cover and stuff like that but that's the beauty of uh being with someone in the same industry is you kind of get it you know if you're if you're dating someone outside the industry it's hard to explain sometimes why on saturdays and sundays you can't join them downtown for a drink or for dinner and things like that or why friday night in the in the fall you're just completely booked up and you can barely answer your phone for eight hours and stuff like that but with her being in the industry with her uh kind of kind of getting that it, it certainly helps uh i'm 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 proud of us for for the way that we've sort of handled it because we're we're going on you know, a couple years now, a long time of distance and or getting close to it. And so, you know, at some point we'd love to be in the same city. And that's, that's kind of always been the goal since she took the job in Asheville. And we've just been really good about staying patient and the, the frequent visits and the, you know, whether it's a FaceTime every night or just text throughout the day, just things like that certainly help. But I wouldn't lie to you, man. It's really hard. It's really hard to do that. It's really hard to be away from family while you do that as well. Um, so she, she's a four hour, four and a half hour drive. Her parents are like a three hour drive from here. Um, so we make it work, man, but it's, it's definitely not easy. Well, damn dude. That was like a Paul Simon song. But, you just but here's like, the thing based off of his answer before that, she is now a huge Ravens Orioles fan. Yeah. No, like, no. You know no. what I'm screaming? Um, she, well, yeah, that <laughs> she's Connor, actually you guys sit on the same side of the booth when you go out to eat. What? When you, do you guys sit on the same side of the booth? A lot of relationship questions here. Apparently. I just like to know because you do, Spencer. This is oh, a love podcast, oh, baby. No, no, we sit on opposite sides of the booth. But if you're at a, if you're at, um, no free ads, downtown outdoor eatery, there we go. And there is uh, four oh chairs. She she will sit on the one right next to me. We're not like across. Like on a square table. Yes, yeah, okay, table. So, yeah. We are. It's ninety. It's a. It's a little ninety degree angle with okay. our chair. She's not on the opposite side. But I no, different sides of the booth. I won't lie, Connor. Uh, I uh, hand up here. I sit on the same side as my girlfriend, and she's a really lovey dovey girl, and I don't mind because I'm a dude. I'm an alpha. That's why. Neither do I. So I don't. Okay. That's the whole other side for me. I'm the. <laughs> oh, so so it's it's pure PDA then. You don't you don't. Oh yeah. You're cool with the PDA. Yeah yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Straight All right. up. Here you go. I mean, I mean, respect, man. You got to own it. All right, Connor, I got a scenario for you. All right, Ooh, all right. So, you're so, so you're at a public place, right? This is this has turned into such a personal podcast. You're a public place. You walk in and you see two urinals, right, side by side. Mm. You see a bro. You see a bro doing his business at one, as well as your everyday toilet stall, which is vacant. Which do you do? Do you? Throw the what up to the guy and then take a leak right next to him, or do you go into the stall and kind of like, eh, you know what I mean? Like, mm. you, I mean, you gotta go all in. Yeah, 
There's two types of people here. Legitimate question. So, so one person's using a urinal. Correct. The yes. urinal next to it is open, but so is a stall. Yes. Correct. There's only two I urinals mean, in this particular bathroom. This isn't. I, I assume I'll be labeled as not alpha for this, but I'll take I'll take the stall sometimes because I like my. You know, sometimes I, you know, you, you scroll on your phone and stuff like that when you're, yeah, when you're going to that. <laughs> and you can't really do that at a urinal. And I, and I would just worry about dropping my phone and, and it being, you know, you know, discarded at that point. So right. I would, I would take, I would take the stall because I like my own little me time. I like I'm, that play. Learn the bathroom. Yeah. No, I think that's the correct answer. I like, I like that play. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know who also is a really good play, Spencer? What's that? John Carr. He is a good player. Dude. Savannah he's, putting real up, estate needs. he's putting up numbers, baby. 912-228-0916. That's John Carr Real Estate in Savannah. Um, Spencer, don't tell him I did this, but I updated his numbers this week. He sold over $7 million worth of homes Sheesh. in the last calendar year. And he would love the opportunity to help our listeners in the Savannah area with every real estate need they could have. Buying, selling, it doesn't matter. You'll save with John Carr. Get a discount on your listing fees by telling our guy Johnny that the Hawkwits podcast sent you. Give him a call today, 912-228-0916. And you better hurry before Connor and his bride-to-be find a house before <laughs> you in Savannah. Um, in Savannah. Connor, what is it like uh, doing that? And this is a legit question. Spencer, you'll probably be curious about this too. Yeah. You, you're literally almost on the same scale as us as far as podcast episodes go this is our 68th you just mm-hmm. completed wsav sports now number 69 correct yep nice whoa so that's nice nice um, so we're almost like even even he also stole 31 gene clemens from us yeah Not, I mean, whatever uh what, <laughs> but you what got is, the punting quote look what do you think it's like though like you're far enough in now where the sample size is big enough i mean being honest spencer and i we have times where it's like this there are days and weeks where it is not enjoyable yeah and, yes, and, but overall it is. It's kind of weird to describe. Yeah, I think overall I really enjoy the. It, it kind of forces you to go outside of your typical, uh, you know, whatever story I turn for the evening sportscast that day. Where when you're getting these podcast guests, podcast guests, you're not asking like two questions and you're done, or three questions and you're done, like some stories that we do if it has only a 30 second spot or 45 second spot in the sports cast, like there's a lot of preparation that goes into each week's guest, but I'd be lying if I say sometimes it, you know, it burns you out, you know, yeah. it, it definitely oh, yeah. burns you out some, and, and, and you want to feel like every week you're releasing a podcast that the subscriber is going to really enjoy each time. And the fact of the matter is this, it, the Savannah sports scene is very diverse. And so there are certain things that people are going to relate to and certain things that people aren't. And I think that the key is as long as in your discussion segments with the co- the host, you're, you're engaging, energetic, have fun with it, yeah, then the subscribers will hopefully stay with you for those parts. And then maybe they learn a little something from the interview. If they don't want to listen to the interview, that's okay. But well, Connor, you're to- already top five guest. Uh, I'll go ahead and say really? that. Well, How I, many of you I mean, had? we're going to have a meeting. Let's, we, meeting of the elders. Just it's just me and him as elders. Dude, you know, Connor, you know what I get? I Like a lot is people saying that they're going to start a podcast. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like they're going to start a That's podcast. And am I messed up for thinking, no, you're not. Or like, I want to be like, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, well yeah. I immediately just doubt them like right off rip. Like that's not going to happen. It just never well, happens it- like that. Yeah, I feel like that that was like the the chic thing to do. Like I think a year or two ago when those things started, maybe even before that, when things started blowing up, everyone seemed to start their own podcast. And even, dude, even here at WSAV, I started it 
uh, back when Greg Talbot was my boss and we worked around with it. We did some studio segments and, and, and with the way that the hosts work and our schedules, it was just getting a little bit too much for us to meet every week and have stuff prepared. And so yeah, for, yeah. I think for a month to three months, we didn't really have any new episodes or if we did, it was, you know, the Sean Quinn show that I did every Sunday right. or just releasing the full interview with someone. And there wasn't a discussion thing. So, and that's no fault of, of, you know, the, the other hosts on the podcast, we just couldn't line up our schedules. So I think when people say they're going to start their podcast, it's a great idea. But once you get into that grind, it's not just about getting that first episode out that week. It's you get that out and then you immediately move on to, well, who yeah. are we going to have next week? It's and, a full blown production. Like, yeah. It's, it's a full blown production that, and then once you get the podcast done, don't forget, you got to promote that thing because you can't count on people just subscribing and updating their feed you got to be on twitter you got to be on facebook anywhere possible you got to be promoting that thing and you got to find good things to promote within it when you do an hour-long interview are you listening to this yeah seconds? are you listening to this are you listening to this i'm listening you to don't this. do anything after this we guy's stop preaching you, all you do <laughs> is hang up the headphones and call it a night all right damn i also damn. edit the entire podcast don't Ooh, don't forget unrelated <laughs> <laughs> did a uh, you know managing money wise and and planning wise it it seemed to go well softball brought some people back Micaiah Freeman freeman's one of my favorite stories i've ever done the story about her and, and her dad and the health issues he went through and and how she was able to get that extra year of eligibility and georgia southern could afford it meanwhile see i believe Savannah, you when you say that that's what's like i could never do that in my writing like like do, i was do what? like like i did not care about the softball team and i and a lot of reporters want, want to pretend like they they love telling other people's story, but the acts don't prove that. Like you genuinely love that. Like I believe you when you say that. It doesn't like matter that it's the softball team. It's the story yeah. for you, right? It, I, I yeah, and I think to and not That's trying awesome. to like toot, not trying to toot my own horn or not trying to like say whatever. But I think if you looked at my body of work and and w what my best ability is, like I I think anchoring, I'm fine. You know, shooting, I, th I think I'm pretty decent, but but truly what I'm most proud of in my three years here is is bringing stories like that to light. And, and I think yeah, it's one really, thing I think to say, here, bro. You pretty right, much I, I, I really think it is. I really think it is. And that's not to say I don't, you know, spend some time in, in other avenues and there's not there's value in every single part of of this job and anchoring and investigative and, and sources. But I, I think what I've really captured, hopefully, is that if you want your story to be told about someone who may not get that shine or has a really cool backstory and an intriguing story that would make someone who doesn't care about sports to keep the channel on. When you say sports is up next, we got this story up next. I think that's been my goal and, and I'm pretty proud of the way that I've done it. And it doesn't happen if all these athletes and coaches and, you know, SIDs and people aren't open to me coming by and spending a little bit longer than a 15 minute conference tournament preview, like spending an hour with them and really diving into you know, what makes them tick and why their situation is special. So again, I just think, I think that's the stuff that I've been most proud of here. Um, and, and I hope that people know that, you know, WSAB in general uh, has been a good storytelling. Yeah, I think that, I think they do. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, no. And, and again, uh, going, going to the, the, the COVID question, it felt like every week with Savannah state, we were talking or tweeting or writing web articles about a new canceled event or new canceled uh, baseball series or yeah. football team pushback. And, and, and it is, it, you make a great point that those two schools couldn't have been affected by it 
more differently. Just when and, they were and coming feel, together too. Like they yeah, had so many similarities, yeah. the offense they ran, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah. So, so I'm excited to see what Sean does uh, this fall. I, I, I hope that they can pick right up where they left off. Um, Didn't and, you used to coach certain, at Tennessee, Connor? I'm sorry to keep it. Yeah. To you. I'm thinking out loud here. Is Tennessee's staff like, isn't that whole staff empty? Tennessee? Tennessee? Maybe. Am I making that up? Didn't they have like Maybe. a complete turnover there? At Tennessee? Think, with I, Jeremy Pruitt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that could very well be. Are we, are we thinking, are we thinking a, uh, I would just wonder out loud, like, wh- like, what kind of job would entice him to leave? Like, he wouldn't leave Savannah State for like, parallel head coaching job it would have to be an assistant no. at a high power five a school that he co- he said phil former is like one of his idols i don't know i don't yeah. really want to get into that i'm thinking out loud but that that's intriguing i think is Les miles still at kansas that was a dumb question is he still at kansas no oh well now i look like an see something, this is going back to when there. people at a bar asking about trivia I, what'd like, you have I you were gonna go somewhere with that connor well, I mean, I think I think Sean loves Les. Like he has ah. such great stories about Les, and and Les, I mean, Les called him Quinner as his name. And if you have a nickname like that, Ooh. you gotta have a relationship with him, right? Like, Dude. you know, Quinn? I just just I, I'm just Les connecting Miles, the dots Rasta here. Masi, same staff, electric. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I I think Quinn is gonna start getting some looks if if they can replicate that season that they had before the pandemic. I think there's no way that. S- big schools don't come calling uh, because I also think part of it too, is the way that he's sort of revived the Savannah state community in terms of what they think about football. I feel like we've, we've talked that story to death yeah. almost at times oh, about yeah. how he's, how he's done that. And the, you know, draw a, draw a one hour, two hour radius around Savannah and recruit there. But like that stuff matters when bigger programs are looking at the way a coach or an individual or character can, can affect their program is, Yo, is beyond. The previous coaches that look school. like what, what were you guys doing? Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Connor, that's one side of the community, but the 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 entirety of the community is wondering: Are you a pro Duran Avenue Globe sports anchor? Duran Avenue Globe. Okay, there we go. I mean, so so purely based off look and image, I have to be. You, right. you have to correct. Right? Wait, uh, wait, like, oh, it, whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, Where yeah. are you going with this guy? Aesthetically, is he about to butt? No, yeah. no, 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 no. How many wonders of the world are there? Seven. <laughs> I believe that's seven. Hold on. One. This has an argument. This has an argument to be nine or ten, right? Right. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I never thought. I mean, it's that. right up there. And and the picture of you two in front of it is nothing short Me of iconic. Too. I think so. Of course, you think I'm going to come on your podcast and talk down on the globe when the mayor and CCL are on it? No way, dude. I I know I'm going to be on the right side of history with this one. I'm Hell pro yeah. Hell yeah, pro globe baby, pro globe, pro globe. It's also kind of weird that there's seven continents and also seven wonders of the world, right? Good that's point a li- about Pangea. That's a that's a little uh, <laughs> that's a little participation award, you know. Well, energy, does Antarctica right? Have one? Antarctica doesn't have one. Yeah, but I mean, they just they just so happen to be seven continents. Hey, I'm just thinking yeah. out loud here. You know what I mean? Connor, no, I yeah, thousand- no, participate. I didn't even think about it that way. That is, I mean, this is HGP will get you to say that seven wonders of the world are all about participation trophies. I love it. <laughs> what, what, what's the whole point it. of doing it? Why do we wake up in the morning if we don't do that? <laughs> True. Uh, dude, I have like a thousand other questions, but unfortunately we got to go. Um, yeah. I, I, can, can I do one more, Spencer? Yeah. Are you going to allow me to yeah, do yeah, one yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Connor, let's see if this works. If not, we edit it out and none of you guys will ever hear this. Um, <laughs> I'm going to roll down 
I got a bunch of names here. Savannah Sports Media members. All right. Now, this was not on your doc. This was a special doc. Separate from you. I'm going to roll down Savannah Sports Media members. You're going to give me the actor or actress who plays that person in their starring Oh, no, dude. You ready to roll? All right. All right, go. You want go. me to start? You want me to start easy or obscure? zero? Zero prep time. Easy, easy. And, and yeah, I'll, definitely you can skip because unless you don't want to go to the other ones. All right, and I'm gonna ask you one more qualifier. Do you want me to start with WSAV employees, not just sports, or non WSAV? Uh, uh, WSAV. Okay, I will start right. with famous weather lady Chris Allred. Chris Allred, actress. Um, who's someone that doesn't mess around? She's she she. Uh, she scares the it. hell out of me, man. Every time I went to that studio, <laughs> I just didn't even look at her. Yeah, she's so talented, though. I thought she could. Uh, make rain. Like, uh, who would it be? Uh, who's uh Carrie Washington? Carrie Washington, oh. book it. Uh, what yeah. about what like about that. what about Andrew Goldstein? Michael Sarah, Frank Sulkowski. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Michael Sarah is a good one. Michael Sarah is an excellent one. Back it up, back it up, back it up. That was really good. We what I just to, said. We have to get through some of these because I think there will be good ones. I really do. <laughs> Frank, who would Frank be? You uh, know who Frank would be. John Goodman. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, what I was, was thinking, thinking of another well. fat dead man, but but. Wait, is John, John Goodman's dead? No, I think John Goodman's alive. No, John Goodman's dead. John Candy's dead. John Candy died? Yeah. Connor, can you confirm? John Candy? How many? I don't... Well, okay. Mm-hmm. That's good for Frank, though. Ben Troop. Ben Troop. Tough one. This is in the <sighs> tough category. Dude, the, problem so is, huge. the problem is, I, I've, I've done some ESPN Coastal hits, but I don't think I've ever talked to... I think... Ben, it, ben might have asked me a couple of questions. I haven't really it's talked to him. Stringer from uh, The Wire. It's got to be. Stringer from The Wire? That's the only person I have right. for him. All right, then I'll, 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 I'll go with you on that. Okay, what about Lindsay Goff? Lindsay. Another one. She doesn't mess around either. Another one. Uh, hmm. Hmm, 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 hmm. I wonder what people would say about me. I was going to ask hmm. you. John Goodman I mean, confirmed gotten... alive, by the way. Okay, good. Thank John you. Goodman's alive. Thank you, producer right, Spencer. Good. Yeah. You want to skip? Uh, well, no. I, I feel like I would have one. Um, I can give you I a just... bunch of names at once if you prefer. Go ahead. Okay. You got Lindsay. You got Jake at WTOC. My man Dennis and Nathan over at the Morning News. Uh, Carl Damasi, of course. Kevin Thomas, Christian Gokel at ESPN Coastal, and Amy Zimmer also at WJCL. Demasi's got to be someone from the Sopranos. Right? Yeah, elite guy. I would so, think. you think he'd be James James Gandolfini? Oh man, if mm, he's hearing no. this right now, he's just gonna. No, his head is already. No, he's not James Gandolfini. You think he wouldn't like that, or you would like that? No, he would love it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What are you yeah, talking? Yeah, all right. We'll give him Gandolfini. We'll give we'll give Coach Gandolfini. That's huge for him. <laughs> um, yeah, massive for him. I think Dominance um, is definitely the guy that plays um, Dwight. <laughs> I think that's. I like that. Did you have that uh, down as well? Let's see. Let's see who else. Who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, I mean, y'all, y'all have nailed it with some of these. Um, we had prep. <laughs> you didn't. Yeah, prep. Uh, how about how about you know Ben Singer, right? The yeah, the six champion for us. How about John Mulaney? 
You know, Ooh. he gives off some of that. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Ben, like ben is a, a funny, Ben is a very funny dude. That's the best part about working at WSAV. Some of these people behind the scenes are just some of the funnest people to be around and so funny and just the back and forth we have. Ben is one of those guys where you can dish and he will throw it right back at you. Ben now, is awesome. Ben Singer, was he giving out an award? Was he at an award ceremony recently? Uh, he does a couple of them. I think uh, him and Tina combined. Well, he yeah, he does. Um, um, we give away. Uh, there's a give like a, a home giveaway that he's a part of. I think I thought WSAB. he was a guest presenter at the Connect Savannah. Best. Oh, of he Savannah. might. He he might have been. I he's he does a lot of he does a lot of the award shows and and him and Tina combine on some award shows as well. So I'm sure he was there. Connor, I was, Connor, uh, Connor, I got one for you. I, I was too busy collecting my best Twitter account of the year award. I got one for you. Who <laughs> does who played Travis? Who plays Travis? Who plays Travis? Travis? I know. I, I just uh, added it. There's one correct answer in my mind. Be a slave to the dog. I mean. Hmm. I can tell you guys some things I've gotten before, which I don't agree with. What have you gotten before? Maybe it'll help me work through this. It doesn't look like I look now, though. But people say I look like Dansby Swanson now. Who's notorious? Dansby known- Swanson? Yeah. The no hair. one says I that, mean, dude. The, hair, sure. the guy at the bar said that. I told you that. The old the drunk. This guy's Frame famous it right. for looking Frame good. Frame it right. I, like him. I, I one time in high school, I, there was a group of bros that just kept locking into the friend from Ferris Bueller, Cam Cameron. <laughs> There's only one. There's only one correct that, which, which really upset me because I hate hockey and the Red Wings. Wait, 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 wait! I'm going based off just hair, though. This is just hair, and and Travis, this is nothing. This is nothing against you because this is a very, very attractive dude. I got it. Hair why? Adrian, uh, is it Adrian Grenier from the uh, Entourage? Ooh. When he has Vinny with the hair, you oh, got his hair. No right way! Let's cut dude. it right there. No Let's way! Let's cut it right there. He's Dansby and he's Entourage. Connor, you were top five. You were this top is, five dude, all time, listen, and then you just is, were too the nice classic, to It's the classic technique. You got butter up the host, and then they'll have you on again. <laughs> this guy's you done know? this before, that's, bro. That's How pretty good. Got out it's of Eddie Norton, Norton, though, dude. It's Edward Norton. Edward Norton. Oh, Edward my not, gosh. Edward Norton would kill Travis in a role, dude. Listen he would to me, just listen to me. I'm a chameleon. That. I'm a chameleon, bro. I can be anything He would just merc that. I'm drama, comedy. His role in Rounders, that's, dude, that's just Travis. Travis would talk about Fight Club immediately. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the problem. He tweeted about the it. Problem. He, he tweeted about it. The rule immediately. I was just, I was just underground. He's yeah. tweeting in, in whatever, however many characters. I was just underground. Saw a bunch of dudes get beat up. Jumped in there. Got my ass kicked. I can't. Stay. The GHSA <laughs> does it worse than anyone. They, it's like they fucking want to keep me awake at night. <laughs> Connor, how do they find you on? You're a great follow on Twitter as well. Um, and I know they can find you wsav.com. NBC affiliate in Savannah, obviously, but how do they find you? Twitter, Instagram, places like yeah. that. Yeah. So Twitter, I'm WSAV Connor D. Um, and then uh, what that's about the easy. podcast. Yeah, I forgot about that. Po- oh, yeah. Podcast, WSAV Sports Now podcast. Um, it is on our website. If you just go to our sports page, there's a tab. just says podcast, easy enough to find. Uh, or WSAV Now Sports. What did I say? Did I say sports now? And it's been a long day Wait, already. But- is that not right? WSAV now sports. Yeah. It's, we have this, we we, we have brand uh, branding where we have now segments, which are sort of like the digital properties of WSAV things. We can turn around really quickly. Um, so we, we are right there. We do a podcast every week. It releases on uh, Wednesdays. Uh, we have a guest every week that we try and get on much, much like y'all do. We try and get some good banter here and there. Andrew and I, I can't say enough good things about Andrew. He is 
He's been great he's from a the pro, moment. Man. Yeah, he, he is, and he is he is an interesting dude as well. He always has an interesting perspective on things, and so it's been really cool doing the podcast with him. and And he is dove headfirst into this sports scene in Savannah, man. I've been it's been really cool to see behind the scenes. Uh, but yeah, so you can find us there. And then on Facebook, if you just search uh, Connor Delpreet WSAV, that'll be my Facebook page. I'm trying to get a little bit better about keeping that updated with some of the same stuff we do on Twitter and online and stuff. But yeah, those are the main places. All right, man. Well, hey, thanks for joining us. We'll let you get to it. I know you're about to go ring shopping right now. So yeah. thanks for joining us, my Absolutely. man. Flowers and rings, man. Appreciate you having me. See ya.